what is going on everybody kobe clark here back for another great episode of clark chatter and today we're going to be recapping and summarizing what happened just this past sunday in Super Bowl 55, pitting the Kansas City Chiefs against the Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, yes, the Buccaneers are Super Bowl champs once again. Congratulations to you, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans and Tampa Bay players coming from a New Orleans Saints fan here. I know, I know, I'm pity, but hey, 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 it don't matter to me. Congratulations, you guys definitely deserve this one in a very not close game, I should say. The Tampa Bay defense really was the story of this game. Kansas City offense had nowhere to go, but we'll dive into all of that. We're just going to be talking about each team matching up pretty much the stats for each team, and then we'll go individually, and I'll give my thoughts and what's going to happen in the offseason and going into next season. So let's start for both teams. Passing first downs, Kansas City had 12, and then Tampa had 12. You know, a lot of even uh, even through this, you know, rushing first downs, Kansas City had seven, Tampa with eight. But you go to the total plays, Kansas City actually had more total plays ran than Tampa Bay uh, at 69, where Tampa was held to 63. But they still were a big margin on the scoreboard at 31 to 9, the final score. Then you go to total yards, Kansas City having 350. That's 10 more yards than Tampa's 340 for the total yards. And then uh, each team had total drives of 11. But, you know, the yards per play were pretty much the same as well. So a lot of statistics going down, like pretty much evenly, you know. Uh, Kansas City had 5.1 yards per play with Tampa going 5.4. But here it is, passing Kansas City 240. compared to Tampa's 195 it's really hard to see going through what I've just been listing you know it should have been a much closer game but it did not show if you were actually watching this game I should say Uh, going into let's talk passing right now completions 26 for 49 was Patrick Mahomes Tom Brady 21 for 29 Patrick Mahomes really threw the ball 49 times, only converted 26, and he got 4.7 yards per pass, where Tom Brady, he only had 6.5 yards per pass. But the thing is, two takeaways by Tampa's defense, Patrick Mahomes throwing two interceptions, and then you know, the sacks, yards, loss. Patrick Mahomes having getting sacked three times. He was running like a mad dog. He ran, I believe, for 497 yards around the field, just evading the defensive sack and defensive line from Tampa. That is just insane to hear. This man, if you were watching Super Bowl, he was just running, running, running. You know, he had a pretty, nah, he had some pretty good chances to have some good passes be on target, but the receivers could not come up with the catches when needed. Yeah, three sacks, 27 yards per loss, and you know Brady only had one sack. He got sacked once, and he only lost six yards. Going into the rushing, you know, Kansas City having only 107 rushing yards, while Tampa pretty much destroyed him in that one with 145. With the rushing attempts, you could tell this is a real rushing game. Great job by Leonard Fournette. Played one heck of a game. The Super Bowl had 30. Uh, the rushing for Tampa Bay had 33 rushing attempts compared to what Kansas City only had, which was 17. You could tell that Kansas City only was mainstaying for the passing game. Pretty much yards per rush. You know, Tampa was 4.4, and then Kansas City had more on them, 6.3, but it just did not show in the end. Penalties. Now, this is where a lot of people are. What can I say about this? A lot of people are not too happy about what was happening during this game with Kansas City being penalized 11 times for 120 yards compared to what Tampa Bay had, which was four penalties for only 39 yards. 
very shocking to say the least. And of course, the turnovers. Kansas City had those two interceptions, while Tampa Bay and Tom Brady did not force a turnover whatsoever. And, you know, the time of possession, very even as well, going with Kansas City, 28 minutes and 37 seconds compared to what Tampa Bay had, which was 31 minutes and 23 seconds. So it was a very even game statistically, but it just did not show. I keep saying that, yeah, but, you know, going through what I just listed, a lot of them were pretty, you know, close with yards and time of possession, as I just said, but it just didn't come out the way Kansas City had hoped. Let's start off with Kansas City going through the statistics. As I previously mentioned, Patrick Mahomes 26 for 49 on attempts with 270 passing yards. No passing touchdowns. This team was only held to three field goals and two interceptions. Going into the rushing, Clyde Edwards Hilaire had nine carries for 64 yards. And then Patrick Mahomes, he ran the ball five times for 33 yards. Daryl uh, Wilson two carries for five yards and Tyree Kill had a carry but for only five yards going into the receiving Travis Kelsey really was a good dominant tight end in this game 10 receptions for 133 yards but yeah uh, Gronk outplayed him we'll get into Buccaneers offense in defensive stats in a minute Tyree Kill seven receptions 73 yards not the best of days you know a lot of these players were held to only one or two catches going to Watkins he had one catch for 13 yards Robinson had one catch for 11 yards uh, Pringle, one catch for only three yards. Hardman, two catches, four yards. And Williams, again, two catches for 10 yards. Not a great game by a lot of these players. It was really Kelsey and Hill who dominated in the passing game. Let's go into the defense now real quick for Kansas City. Wilson, six tackles, four assisted tackles. Nieman, four tackles, five assists. You know, a lot of these players had, you know, pretty good sacks, but it just didn't add up pretty well. Tyree Kill, he had, he had one return, but he did not net zero or any yards on that return. And of course, Harrison Butker, he was pretty much the only good sound on this whole team, pretty much putting their own points on the scoring board. Three for three on field goals, 100%. And as long as it was a 52-yard punt, uh, not punt, but a 52-yard field goal. We're going to Tom Brady right now. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay. Uh, this man, seven rings, can. there is not much to be said. He is just the greatest of all time. You could really argue if he's the greatest athlete of all time, uh, comparing to him as the likes in the NBA of Michael Jordan or LeBron James. But seven rings, um, it's hard to dispute that he's the best of all time in the sport of football. Going into Tom Brady, I said previously he was 21 for 29 with 201 yards in a night. Three touchdowns on the day. Going into the rushing stats, Lenny, playoff Lenny. Leonard Fournette, 16 carries, had 89 yards and a nice rushing touchdown, which was, I believe, around 25 yards. Ronald Jones, the second, he had a pretty good game as well, going into 12 carries, 61 yards. Tom Brady had four carries, but, but he, uh, you know, got a negative two yards on that. Going to the receiving game, this is where Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady, the dynamic duo, the two players that now have the record for most touchdowns between a quarterback and a tight end in the playoffs. Rob Gronkowski had six receptions for 67 yards and two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette had four receptions for 69 yards. Mike Evans only had one catch on the day, and he had 31 yards to go with it, getting them in close to a touchdown before uh, they scored eventually. 
Cameron Brait, three receptions for 26 yards. Antonio Brown, five receptions for only 22 yards, but he did have a touchdown. Chris Godwin, not the best of games for sure. Two catches for only nine yards, but I don't think he would care because it ended up with him in a, having a ring. And now this is where it all happened defensively for Tom. Uh, Tom, I need to stop saying Tampa. Tampa, defensively for Tampa Bay. Devin White, eight tackles and one interception. Levante David had six tackles. Antoine Winfield Jr., peace. <laughs> if you guys saw the Super Bowl where he peaced out Tyree Kill, that was like going back to when they played previously this season. And he got a little, you know, revenge, I say. And he had an interception as well. Uh, Jamal Dean had four tackles. Bunting had three tackles. JPP, Jason Pierre, Paul, three tackles. So many good jobs by the end. Of course, you know, Indomic and Sue, he was in there with a tackle. Uh, Shaq Barrett had a tackle, and Vita Vea had one as well. So, what are my thoughts on this? Um, Tampa Bay, their defense really got them this win, but that's not enough to be saying about the offense because, you know, Tom Brady was still on fire this whole game. No one could stop him. And it was really just where the defense shined that had Patrick Mahomes nowhere to go all day. He was running like a madman around the field. Uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers definitely deserve this win for sure. Uh, it, you know, you know where the old saying goes, defense wins championships. And that was very much proven on Sunday. See, now here, let's talk about where these two teams will be going into the offseason. Uh, first off, we'll start off with Kansas City. You know, not much to be worked on. You know, this team uh, still great. I think they just need to work mostly on the offense because, you know, this offense did not shine on Sunday. Uh, defense was the answer for everything going this game. So Patrick Mahomes still probably the best quarterback in the NFL as of right now. Um, nothing to be said about Tyreek Hill. He's a great top five wide receiver. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he's number one tight end in my opinion. So I think they just really need to get a little bit more help on defense, mainly in the secondary and in the middle linebackers, you know, outside linebackers and all that, et cetera, et cetera. But nothing can be said. These, this team will be for sure here for the next decade. That's not a lie. Going into Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's not getting that much younger. But hey, um, how many people have actually said that and have been right? Because this man, Tom Brady, has just been going on fire. And he's just been a difference maker, you could say, at least for the last two decades now. It's insane to watch at this man's age, almost 44, 43 currently, I believe. And he's a seven-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Super Bowl MVP. Going into what I think what will happen in the offseason for Tampa Bay, I think they're going to have to let somebody go because I think they have Shaq Barrett and uh, Chris Godwin on free agency. Now, who are they going to really bring back? In my opinion, I think they mainly need to focus more on Shaq Barrett um, compared to what Chris Godwin, because, you know, they still have a lot of these great wide receivers. You know, you got Mike Evans locked up. Scotty Miller's there for a little bit. Grob Gronkowski, he'll come back to play another year. Cam Bray, OJ Howard, you know, etc. It's just going to be real tough to see where the team can not go. And this team's going to be here for the next couple of years, no matter where Tom Brady goes. So either way, Tom Brady could retire tomorrow and this team would still be a deadly team to focus on in the NFC South, even with New Orleans Saints losing their quarterback, potentially Drew Brees. 
hey man, I'm just excited for the offseason. I'm excited to see where all these big time names are going to go. We already had heard of some, you know, Matthew Stafford to the Rams in LA, Jared Goff going over to Detroit. Where's Deshaun Watson going to go? What's going to happen with the Saints quarterback? position was going to happen with the Colts quarterback position and so much more but hey I will be right here to tell you guys my thoughts my opinions and the breaking news all here on Clark Chatter but anyway I will get out of here I won't waste any more of your time I will see you guys not see you guys you know what I mean I'll let you guys listen to me next week potentially between the days Wednesday and Saturday the days I usually tend to upload got an early upload this week but hey I get to go home early get to see my family and my friends I'm excited to do that from college but Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, all at the same name, at the Kobe Clark. You know where to follow me. I put some good thoughts on Twitter and, you know, Instagram and Facebook, mainly just, you know, personal life. You know, if you could get to see what I look like, what I do, you know, same, yeah, same. <laughs> but uh, anyway, one more time, I'd like to say thank you guys so much for listening, taking the time out of your day. If you'd like to leave a comment, please go on Twitter at the Kobe Clark, DM me, you know, leave a tweet at me. I'll respond, say thank you. Um, I just enjoy doing these episodes and I look forward to the offseason. But hey, not even the offseason. We got the NBA still. We got March Madness. We got so much more to still come. And I'll be here along with you guys. One more time. Thank you guys so much for watching. Have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your weekend. Spend time with your friends. Spend time with your family. And I'll see you all next week. Peace.